A podcast network. Hi, I'm Caroline Keys, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Radio 8 Ball. Give us a shake. We're in the studio. Tempting fate. show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, back here at Black National Studios in Missoula, Montana, on January 25th, 2019, with our musical guest, Ermina Jean. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Ermina. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you here. And over the course of the show, we're going to get to know and meet, or meet, and know several of your friends and collaborators from Missoula and elsewhere. Yeah, Missoula, uh, New York, Olympia, Washington, if you count Chris Sand being from there, which sometimes people consider him from Olympia, right? He's a Missoulian now. Well, really, he's from Ronan, right? Ronan? I think. Is that where the Ronan come from? I'll just make up whatever I want. He's in the other room. (laughs) Yeah, he won't be here till the end of the show, but he... He's definitely he was a he played a big role in yesterday's show and he's been a big he's uh, he invited you he introduced me to you yeah. which is how you end up here yeah but I just heard that you also recently opened up for one of my favorite artists Mira also of uh, someone who I met in Olympia who's not from Olympia but yeah she's dreamy she is super dreamy always has been always will be <laughs> uh, and well. You're pretty dreamy yourself. Let's not talk about other artists during your intro. So, uh, so now we have you have eight songs on the board, and they're going to be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. Would you mind playing a little bit of music while I read those song titles? Sure. Song number one, Trucks. Song number two, Moon Faces. Song number three. Hi. Song number four. Trying. Song number five. August. Song number six. I Know Nothing. Song number seven. Papercut. And song number eight. 
flavors. <laughs> flowers. <laughs> but I, I like flavors. <laughs> I like flowers. I, would, yeah. I just love that little moment. That was a beautiful little sonic moment. It was so, you just, just like little whisper, like you come and just like, that's, that's great. I love it. But yes, that is song number eight is flowers. And uh, and those songs are going to be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. And uh, as it, oh, remember, there's music playing underneath now. Just so you know, you know, double knots. Can you hear that double knot spy cart music? There we go. Oh, they're playing. They're so good. Anyway, uh, yeah, so those are going to be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations throughout the course of this show. And as we said, we're going to take six questions from your friends who you've invited. And the last question of the show comes from you. And you gave me this. Sometimes I forget to get the... I did. Now, I haven't seen it. Uh, oh, it's, it's the one that's folded. But this is a part of the show that uh, we have a, a small contingent of paper fetishists who <laughs> tune in just for this. Uh, uh, there's the question. And it will be unveiled at the end of the show. This will be answered by the last song left on the board. And it starts, the show always starts with the host's question. And before the show, I was saying that I thought I had a pretty succinct question. But in the interim, it's gotten more complicated because I had time to think. <laughs> You were so good at getting yourself set up that we actually had a couple minutes to step away from the microphone and make my question more complex. So I'll just give you a little context of what's going on. So first of all, this is the second of our shows here in Missoula. Now, I used to play in Missoula when I was in a band. I used to play at Jay's. When we'd come through town, we talked about a bit about that on the last show. And I'm loving it here. I'm, you know, it's, you know, at some places, places seem more idyllic when you don't live there. It's like true. last night, I'm staying at this Airbnb above Bernice's bakery. And last night, when Caroline Keys dropped me off, I ran in to get a copy of my record to give her. And then I came out and I realized I'd locked myself out. And I had to go into Bernice's and get, and they called the, the people who own the building and they came and let me in. But first, I was sitting out on the bench and it was cold. And all of it was adorable. I mean, it was just a, it was such a treat of an experience. I loved it. It was fantastic. Sitting on the bench in the cold, waiting for someone to come let me in. At home, it would have been such a drag. <laughs> so I would have, So that's how much fun I'm having here. I'm having so much fun that getting locked out of my place and having to sit out in the cold waiting for the keys was just so quaint and wonderful. I loved it outside the bakery. No drama. I have no relationships here other than with Chris and the people I've met so far. And Chris and I get along great, so it's wonderful. So that's been great. And then this morning, uh, I don't, I don't buy, I don't go out to a lot of live shows, but there are occasionally in, anymore because I'm putting on this Radio Eight Ball so much. But occasionally there are things that I feel like I need to go to because there are artists who I want to work with on the show, and I feel like I want to go and support their thing. So I bought tickets for two shows this morning, sitting in my sitting in my room. Oh, cool. One, uh, there's a group in Olympia or in LA called the Wild Honey Foundation, and they do these uh, yearly benefits for a, a 
an autism think tank, like this school for uh, autistic kids. One of the organizer's kids has autism, and so everyone, the whole community's gotten around him. And he's in the community of some of the best musicians in L.A., which are some of the best musicians in the world. And they every year they tribute some artists. Last year they did Buffalo Springfield. This year they're doing The Kinks. And I got tickets to that. And uh, I kind of have a question about that because... I want to do a Kinks tribute. I mean, I want to work more with them and try and do our own. We've done do our own tribute shows, and I want to kind of Tom Sawyer, the, you know, paint the fence and make Radio Eight Ball look fun enough that they want to come and do some Kink songs on Radio Eight Ball. Mm. So that's one sort of thing that's percolating. And then I don't know if you've heard, uh, but Bikini Kill are re- getting are reuniting to tour. I did hear that. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, I one of the most amazing shows I ever saw in my life was Bikini Kill in 1995 and Olympia. Um, it's probably, it sounds kind of insane to say now, but I just, I just, I never seen any, like I never seen anyone sing as tough as Kathleen Hanna, let alone at the time sort of being like, whoa, and she's a girl. That's what's going on in my head. <laughs> I was young and dumb and it was the nineties. And, but it was still this thing of like I I love singers who sing like at the time I was I love like Bruce Springsteen and Roger Daltrey and all John Fogerty all these screamer guys and then I go see Kathleen Hanna sing with Bikini Kill and she sings harder than anyone I've ever seen and consistently and was the most amazing thing and then the most amazing thing at the end of the show was she was like I'm tired I don't want to sing anymore because I don't know anyone else want to come sing and someone got I got up out of the audience and did the same thing. And I was like, oh, shit, something's happening. Something's happening. And they've, it's always been stuck in my head. And it's kind of like a thing that's happening that's not really, like, I get to watch it. It's not something I don't really, I can't participate. Whatever I've tried to throw my hat into participating in the Riot Girl ring, it's like the first time I walked into a mosh pit at a punk show. <laughs> I got thrown out really quick. Uh-huh. Like, I got punched in the face and thrown out. So I'm like, cool, I'm just watching it from the side. I'm enjoying it. I love, I you know, and and there couldn't be a more perfect time for Bikini Kill to be getting back together. And there's t- their shows are selling out like crazy. But luckily, they're from Olympia, and one of the members of the band is someone who I know a little bit. And i like, how can I get tickets? They keep getting bought by scalpers. And so she sent me a code. You're on the fan, so you're on the fan list, so you can get tickets when they go right on sale. So I got, I got two Bikini Kill tickets for L.A. Cool. Wow. And this is the really complicated thing for me. Like, who do you ask to go to Bikini Kill? Right. I mean, it's kind of an intimate thing mm-hmm. and it's a, almost like a dangerous thing. It's almost like there's as soon as I bought them, I was like, I should just give these two tickets away. <laughs> there's like probably two, two women who should be there instead of me and someone else. But I want to be there. I want to see it because I want to have that experience again. I want to see mm-hmm. that person sing harder than I've ever seen anyone sing in my life. Yeah. Maybe I don't know who knows. I don't know. She's gotten older, just like me. But I imagine those shows are just going to be just like that feeling. Like it's not just them. Like it's the whole audience singing that hard through them. And I want to be there. I guess that's really my question. That's the most. It's like now I've got these two tickets, and they seem precious. And I know what it's like when I have when I've heard that someone had tickets to something that I wanted to go to, and I was like, you know, you're not really a fan. You don't deserve to be there. <laughs> and you took who? Ugh. You know, I don't want to do that. So You need to get it right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need to get this one right. Whoever, so my, that's my question. Is, one, who, who, should I, who should I and how should I invite someone to go with me? And or should I just 
<laughs> just give the two tickets away and be a be a better ally. So that's my question for the wow. Pop Oracle. And now, to engage the Pop Oracle, I'm going to ask you to hand me your guitar. Okay. So that I can play the theme song to the Wheel of Eight. It is a cool sounding guitar. You ready? Na 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 we love it. Song number six. I know nothing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect answer. No help. Oh, uh, it's all help. Past the dark 
I Know Nothing from Amina Jean. The answer to my question about these two precious tickets that I now am in possession of uh, for a Bikini Kill concert in Los Angeles on May 2nd. And what should I do with them? Who should I invite? How should I invite them? And should I maybe just give them away? So tell me about you you don't think that, first of all i think there's a bunch of answers in there so i i got that <laughs> but tell us a little bit about the background of that song well the song's about death so i guess you the know the death of the patriarchy it's been asked you yeah. don't know how many times that's one of the most asked questions on radio 8 ball when women come on and are like, die? yeah they usually women usually come on and ask about when they're going to destroy the patriarchy looking at me uh-huh. angrily <laughs> When are we going to destroy the patriarchy, and why are you trying to control the oracle? I'm not trying to control anything, but yes. So it's about death. Mm-hmm. But is so, this a personal... I'm sorry, I'm being making light. No, it's good. I'm, I won't tell you all of it, but I will say it can be um, analyzed in lots of different ways, but I think uh, it could answer your question. I want to know what you think it said about... About that? Yeah. Okay, well, there's a few different things. First of all, when I saw I Know Nothing, the first thing, you might be too young to remember a TV show called Hogan's Heroes. I don't, yeah, I didn't even yeah. have TV growing up. It was a show, of, it was a very, it was a tasteless sitcom about, very popular tasteless sitcom about, a con, about prisoners of war in, in World War II. Like American, French, uh, Italian, like a, a, a bunch of non-Jewish People. And one black soldier, and they're all kept in a, in a barracks in, in a German uh, prisoner of war camp, and it's played for, for comedy. And there's a character named Sergeant Schultz, and his comedy line was, I know nothing! Oh. I know nothing! <laughs> you know, so there's sort of like this sort of like a, the good German who like doesn't see things. I don't know why, where that's, that's just, that was the first thing, but that's not necessarily my hit, but it sort of hangs there over it for me. Um, and then there's just all the, that's, there's a part of me that I know nothing. There's a sort of, I'm unworthy where my Mm. question comes from. Like what, how do I, you know? Yeah. Even when I'm telling my story about seeing bikini kill, I have to undercut myself by pointing out that my reaction to them was a way that I, even though I loved them and thought it was the most amazing thing, I look back on me. And the first thing I think of is like, yeah, but in your heart, you were also saying she was, she's tough for a girl. Like, which is just like saying she throws good for a girl, which is all this other bullshit. And I'm judging that part of myself. And I'm like, why does that guy deserve to go Mm. to a bikini kill concert? Why does he even deserve to be there in 1995? Just because he's friends with the noses, which is a cool band from Olympia that I used to love or an uncool band from Olympia that I used to love, which is one of the things that I love about bikini kill. They had my uncool friends 
playing with them. Anyway, so, so there's that. There's this, like, un, I, I'm unworthy. But then, and then there's holding you up means two things, right? Mm-hmm. Holding you up could be, like, I'm holding you up. I want, I'm celebrating you. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is because I'm holding you up. Like, you could be going faster if I wasn't yeah. holding you back. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's sort of like this. It's, it's more, I, a lot of times the... the the way the pop with the way oracles answer questions isn't like usually yes or no. It's sort of like this is what you're thinking. This is your con- this is the state of your conflicted mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was one other line that was there that I just thought might have added some positive. Uh, oh, up in the dark. Oh, and I hope you're not scared. Mm-hmm. That's the other part of it. Like if I'm asking someone to go to like. There's this whole other thing about asking someone to go to a bikini kill concert. Well, I probably am going to want to ask a woman to go to the to it because I want her to be able to see the show. But then I don't want necessarily her to think that I'm asking her out as a date. I don't even have anyone in mind particularly. Mm-hmm. But whoever I ask, I would want to be able to ask them in a way that was like, let's go to see this thing that you'd really enjoy. And I'd love to be there, hang out with you, enjoying it. But I don't, you know, but there's, I know I hope you're not scared about like, who's this guy Trying uh, to entice me yeah. with bikini kill tickets. <laughs> what kind of jerk does that? <laughs> you know, like, it's a very, you know, and this is probably just coming. I come from Olympia, so I've lived in these contradictions my whole life. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, I think don't let it be the first thing that you say if you invite a woman with you. Don't say, don't be scared. Yeah. Because that's going to be no, a really no, bad, no, bad no. sign. I have actually. I, <laughs> I I reveal more of myself on this show than I usually do in just polite conversation. That's part of the whole thing of the first question as I try and... Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I don't want to... Well, I hope I didn't scare you <laughs> if I say asking that. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, the main thing that I got from it is that it's one of those cases where I feel like I have so many different knowings like there's so many different areas where I think I know what's going on mm-hmm. that I do know nothing. Yeah. And part of the thing about this is that announcing that I have an extra ticket mm-hmm. on this show, which is going to come out before that happens, mm. I hope will do some of that work for me. Right. That someone will hear this and say, hey, I know what the answer is. You should give it to me and my partner <laughs> because da 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 da. And I'll say, great, take lots of pictures and record the thing on your phone. Send me, you know. Uh, but I still want to go. God damn it, I really do want to go. <laughs> they're a great band. I mean, yeah. they're a, they are a great, you probably know. Yeah. I'm sorry to mansplain Bikini Kill to you, but they're, they're fucking great. Uh, in fact, I am, I, they're one of the bands that I would love to have on Radio 8 Ball at some point. Oh, maybe that would, they'll hear this That episode. would be pretty cool. That's also what I'm doing here. I'm doing a lot of different, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm and also holding up is also kind of like a stick up, uh-huh. like I'm holding you up, which is kind of, I mean, isn't that kind of the game in a lot of the, like we, the things we celebrate if we're a promoter or we're like, you can celebrate Mira, but also you really want that opening gig again, right? Maybe you're not as calculating as, uh, but, well, <laughs> Generally, I'm not very good at wanting gigs lately. So really, for me right now, I guess I wouldn't like. I mean, I loved playing. Yes, you've been there, I've done awesome. that. I've already played with no. Mira. <laughs> Just have like intense stage fright. So it's really? a lot of work to get really? up there. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you, you sounded great. Thank you. Yeah. Do you feel is it is it about stages and audiences or is it about playing? Um, 
it's just about it's just about opening up to a crowd of people probably and also just being stared at and it's a lot more fun when you have band members with you because you're not the only one being stared at yep but um but you know i go through phases where i'm not scared at all but sometimes i just don't want to be looked at you know yeah so i should probably perform behind a screen sometime and it might be really fun yeah or like to wear, wear a mask like in that movie frank like where the like yeah. wear a big head mm-hmm. or you'd be like miles davis and play with your back to the audience <laughs> just set up the mic with your back to the audience yeah yeah um there's a lot of ways around it there are you know what I, what i found is i just do i just record a podcast i cut the audience out right. of my show because it got too complex Right. I've been more into like little weird recording projects than anything, which is really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think anyone listens. I'm glad you sound very comfortable. So I think the, so that's, this is good. I'm glad we're in a good spot. This place is a great, this is a cozy little spot. Black National is a very cool studio Mm -hmm. in a very cool little town, hanging out with very cool people. That's what we're going to be doing for the next seven days (laughs) on Radio 8 Ball with Ermina Jean. And uh, thanks for putting up with my difficult first question. It's all downhill from here. Or uphill. It's all, it's all smooth sailing from here on out. There we go. <laughs> thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Show. It's a good show.